found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Thursday edition of Tidbits. This is the ninth day of March. And uh, good, good morning to you, Matt. Good morning, Dale. <laughs> a good, good morning. It's a great morning. Yeah. It's cloudy and... Uh, 33, that's about normal for this time of year, really, as far as what we're experiencing with weather. You know, we've talked just recently about cruises and how we'd like to perhaps take a cruise. Sure. Hundreds of passengers and crew members fell ill while on board a Princess Cruises ship. In total, 284 of the 2,881 souls on board the Ruby Princess reported being sick. Isn't that the uh, the cruise line that was the love boat was based on? Was it? I think so. Okay. February 25th and March 5th were the, uh, the voyage. And 34 of the 1,159 crew members also reported illness. Symptoms reported were vomiting and diarrhea. Oh, oh no. The CDC has not yet determined <sighs> what caused the illnesses. <laughs> the Ruby Princess has made headlines in the past as the site of several COVID-19 outbreaks, including a 2020 cruise early in the coronavirus pandemic that docked in Australia with hundreds of positive cases on board. Hmm. Somebody was eating some bad stuff. Not everybody. <laughs> Probably those two dozen crab legs you had to go back for over and over again. Probably. <laughs> Probably something seafoodish would be my guess. Think so? 284 of 2,881 passengers. So that says 284 of that many decided that they wanted something. And the crew, too. Only uh, 34 of the crew. Mm. So it was some selected item that they were eating. That's your... That's my guess. That's your guess. Slurping out those uh, oysters, you know, whatever. (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) They got the trots. They got the cruise ship trots. 284. <laughs> cruise ship trots. What a memorable trip. <laughs> okay, so. So there you go. You've got that to think of now if you should pursue a cruise. This. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's like the most common thing on a, on a cruise, right? Is yeah. people I, get sick, I usually know. like that. Yeah. Have an outbreak of E. coli, something. Here's a recent study suggests that for the first time in nearly 100 years, Americans' average average intelligence quotient IQ is declining. Wow. The professors who authored the study theorized that the quality of education could play a role in reversing the IQ gains enjoyed by previous generations. This study measured IQ tests among 18 to 60-year-olds 
Data from that sample of U.S. adults shows that from 2006 to 2018, the age group measured generally saw declines in IQ testing. The greatest differences in annual scores observed for those 18 to 22. Wow. Exposure to education, including through obtaining a four-year degree, generally lessened the blow to IQ points. The study suggests, however, that this is uh, less for younger participants. Exposure to education may only be protective for certain age groups. Hmm. They continue to theorize that a change of quality or content of education and test-taking skills could explain the difference education makes in the IQ of younger versus older Americans. Junior, can you balance a checkbook? So we're getting dumber is what this is saying. Yeah. We're getting dumber. Millennials, the main age group completing their K-12 through and college education during the study, have experienced vast changes in the education system. Yeah. These include students learning to read from an influential but defective curriculum and students receiving inflated grades from their professors. Grade inflation is a possible response to the idea that all students, no matter their ability or preparedness, must attend college. The authors say that scores were lower for more recent participants across all levels of education. So, there you go. Hmm. You can run through the streets, pounding your chest. I'm smarter than you. (laughs) I'm the smartest one here. <laughs> you know, we've talked of Tesla vehicles quite a bit. Have you ever taken an IQ test? I think so. Yeah. Well, like an online one. Right. And then when you get done, it says, you know, you're like 134, you know. But right. really. Am I? Right. I figure I'm somewhere between Forrest Gump and... <laughs> Somewhere between like a yeah. an 80 and a 105. That's kind of where. So I don't know. I've I don't never, even know. Like what's the. I've never had an official IQ test. Of course, you know me, Matt. I don't follow instructions. Okay, here we go. Okay. 70 to 84. These are These are the IQ ranges. Okay. okay all right. So 7084, borderline okay. mental disability. Okay. Okay. 85 to 114, average intelligence. Okay. Okay. 115 to 129, above average or bright. Okay. Okay. 130 to 144, you're moderately gifted. Now that's what I've always tested in that thing online, in that group. Moderately gifted. 145 to 159, you're highly gifted. Highly. Highly. What's Einsteinish? <laughs> Is there a thing that you're Einsteinish? <laughs> Around 160. Okay. <laughs> so you know, I would uh, I would say probably what I've tested online would be accurate. I'm I'm moderately gifted. <laughs> okay. I just I I you know I never really gave a lot of effort in school. I just didn't. Same. And I probably could have done much, well, I know I could have done much better. I just. Right. 
But then, you know, here we are. Look at us. Look where we are. Look at us. <laughs> We're hanging out with you guys. Look <laughs> we, at that. We are proof, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have a podcast with tens of listeners. We have this show with maybe dozens of listeners. We are. We we might be pushing 50 total. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> now, we did hit. I told you last week, we had a major milestone. Okay. <laughs> last week uh, with the podcast. Okay. And that we have now, let me log in here, <laughs> but we, we, we hit over 10,000 plays of the podcast. Now, how about that? 10,000. <laughs> that, is that bots listening to us? <laughs> okay. Because we don't know. Aren't there bots out there really skewing the figures when it comes to this stuff? You know, we may have nothing but bots in Australia. Okay, where I don't where it appears as though we do quite well. I don't know. I don't know. Why can't I log in? <laughs> you failed your IQ test. I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for that moment and I'm getting to that age where suddenly everyday skills will be lost. I witnessed it with my parents. Sure. I've seen it. Suddenly, it's like you don't know how to shut off that alarm clock. Okay? <laughs> you, you cannot control this remote. Right. <laughs> I'll get to the point where I won't be able to log on to a computer. <laughs> how do I turn the stupid thing on? <laughs> At some point, it's like a switch goes on at that age, whatever it may be, and suddenly, you know, those everyday things that uh, they just seem so overwhelming and you need help. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Did you find the numbers? Um, No, not yet. All right. They have, so we we go through Spotify. That's who we, we host the podcast through. All right. And it looks like Spotify has updated a bunch of crap oh so my it's all it's all different now. okay so well, well we'll take our news break yeah and matt will still have a chance to to come up see what we're doing Six thirty-two is the time don't forget sunday spring forward with your clock oh gosh see that's another thing do you have the skill sets to move that clock forward one hour because I, I i saw this in my mother she just quit messing with it Seriously. It's overwhelming to her, evidently, to change that clock for one hour. And Uh, so we'll uh, squeeze in a few messages and we'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's a Thursday edition of Tidbits, ninth day of the month of March. So did you uh, get things figured out, Mr. I did. Matt? Okay. I did. Here we go. So, let me get back. I've been diving into some other things here. Okay. We have. All right, here we go. All time plays. Okay. Okay. All time. So this includes all downloads and any stream okay. of 60 seconds or more all right. across all platforms. All right. At least okay. a minute. 10,464. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? It's just unbelievable. 
the last seven days. Now, yeah. buckle buckle up for this okay, one. Okay, all right. The last seven days, yeah. our audience size, this is the number of distinct devices across all platforms. Okay. No matter where you're listening, the downloaded or streamed an episode, <laughs> 61. No kidding. I told you, tens of, tens of listeners. How about that? So there we go. You can always catch us on any of those favorite sites, right? I mean, yeah, anywhere, go anywhere. you listen to podcasts, you should be able to get us. Yeah. So. so thank you for you podcasters. You know, we make a nice, uh, you know, nice shower story for you while you're in That's the shower. <laughs> I've heard from two people. <laughs> I put your podcasts on while I'm in the shower. It's usually the perfect link. All right, you're welcome. So, uh, you know, we'll be with you right there in the shower. By the way. Our Australian audience okay, is growing. What's happening in the land down under? <laughs> Maybe we can get some sponsorship out of there. They are up to twenty percent of our total of our total total audience comes from Australia. My goodness. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. And uh, you know, just let your friends know if uh, you know. You know, you can listen to these two idiots we listen to every day if you go to, see? And, That's right. You know, and you just look for us by our name, right? Uh, yeah, Tidbits, Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. There you go. We've talked about Teslas quite a bit. U.S. auto safety regulators have opened an investigation into the Tesla Model Y SUV after getting two complaints that the steering wheel can come off while you're driving. No. <laughs> What a bad day that would be. <laughs> uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says the probe covers an estimated 120,000 vehicles from the 2023 model year. The agency says in both cases, the Model Ys were delivered to customers with a missing bolt <laughs> that holds the wheel to the steering column. A friction fit held the steering wheels on, but they separated when force was exerted while the SUVs were being driven. In one complaint, an owner said he was driving with his family in Woodbridge, New Jersey, when the steering wheel suddenly just came off, <laughs> just five days after the vehicle was purchased. Wow. <laughs> there were no injuries. <clears throat> when the owner wrote that He'd lost faith in Tesla and asked for her refund. The service center removed the service charge and wrote that Tesla doesn't have a return policy. <laughs> Buyer beware. Yeah. <laughs> he was later given the option of keeping the car or getting it replaced with a new one. Hmm. Tesla ended up replacing his car. That'd just be freaky. Wouldn't you still be leery of it? I mean, and wouldn't you still like, That's, know, okay. I'm, I'm going to drive a Ford, you know? That's like Fine. getting a hotel room, okay? And, you know, something goes amok with, uh, you know, you, you find dead carcassed frogs or whatever, and you ask for another room. Sure. Now, are you really upgrading? Hmm. Okay, it's a... Uh, well, I mean, it happened... It happened to us. Yeah. We were staying at a hotel. Okay. And someone had been living in that hotel room. 
and they weren't supposed to let anyone else stay in there, but somehow we got in there. Matt, is this your underwear? <laughs> it wasn't even that. It's it's um, we got in there and it it had a weird odor, and my wife kept saying, "This is cat pee. This this smells like cat pee. This this place smells like cat pee." And I'm like, "Nah, that's that's like the cleaner. It was." I mean, COVID was still a thing, you know, it was, it's, it's just, they've been cleaning. It, it's cleaner. It's got a weird industrial strain. It, it, ah, it can't be. And like the more we looked at the hotel room, it's like, no, this is not right. Cleaner. I'm a half glass full kind of guy, man. Let me tell you, I'm a optimist to the core. Nah, it's not can't be. Sure enough. So. I presume you notified the people yeah. of the hotel. So I went down and I stomped to the front desk. Okay. <laughs> got mad. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I I see no point in getting angry. Right. You know what I mean? Well, what is that really going to say? I know. You know, so I'm like, hey, listen, um, our hotel, <laughs> our room has, first of all, a very weird odor. The toilet's not working like it should. There's what appears to be cat hair all over the place. And as I'm talking, she's like, what room are you in? I I told her. And I'm not kidding you. Her face went white. She's like, I'm so sorry. You're not supposed to be in that room. That's supposed to be off limits. We've been, someone was living in there for a few months and it's been, it's, it's on the, the, it needs deep clean, all this stuff. So they put us in a new room. Yeah. They knocked a bunch of money off our bill. And all that without getting angry. Right. Yeah. Right. So so I presume the, the upgrade was, was wonderful. Yeah. There in that situation. They took care of us. All right. Now, the lawyers for the guys currently suing the declared winner of the $2 billion Powerball jackpot... Now say they have identified the man who stole the ticket from its rightful owner. Ah. A dispute's been ongoing. <laughs> now, if you're an attorney, you're going to jump on this. Yeah. You know, you're t- that's a lot of money that yes. you're going to get a chunk of change of. Yes. A dispute's been going on since a man was declared the winner. And we told you yesterday he just purchased a home for 25 mil. Yeah. After the ticket was sold in... Altadena, California, last November at Joe's, Joe's Gas Station. Yeah. State lottery officials have denied the claim that the winning ticket was stolen and say they're confident in their process for vetting winners. Meanwhile, the guy who was awarded that jackpot did buy that Hollywood Hills home for 25 mil, so at least that's gone. The attorneys are... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But um, you're right. We've talked about it. Surely there's video camera at Joe's. Maybe, maybe not. But it can be verified when the guy was there at Joe's. You would think so. Through the ticket machine, you would yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot that can be checked in this. Right. So, I don't know. And you can't, let me, let me get the, you, are you, you're not allowed to buy lottery tickets with a credit card. Is that right? That's, you're not supposed to. But I do know some places that will oh, bu- 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 that will allow it. Thank you. Did you get that muted? Yeah. Nice. I sneezed. Oh, I was quick. 
cat-like reflexes. You can smell the urine. <laughs> you can smell the urine. Dale marks up the studio <laughs> quite often just to establish but, dominance over but, the room. But there has to be a, a process of tracking that. I would think so. Yeah, so. I mean... I mean, even even if you used a debit card or whatever, I mean, yeah. that still would be time stamped with right. the ticket. And it's just you know, I mean, you can go in there; it's going to tell you exactly when. I mean, it was I would purchased. think it wouldn't take that yeah. much to. No, I, I wouldn't think. Now this, uh, from toy companies, they plan to reboot old favorites and really? lower and lower prices to lure shoppers who are struggling to pay for necessities. Wow. Toy makers announced the return of past hits, like Fingerlings and the Littlest Pet Shop, at discounted prices. One of the hottest toys six years ago, Fingerlings. They'll be on shelves this summer, priced at $14.99. Wow. Same price that Wowee charged in 2017. How about that? Wowee will also bring back a robot dog. It stopped making in 2019. The toy, which used to be called Chip and sold for Chip. 200 bucks, will return this summer as Doggy with an $80 price tag. That's a huge savings. Well, your uh, kids are going to be so excited. <laughs> another toy making a comeback is the Littlest Pet Shop. Yes. First introduced in 1992 and again in 2004. Basic Fun, which has a licensing deal with Hasbro to produce the collectibles, will charge the same price as 19 years ago. $3.99 for a single figure and $7.99 for a two-pack. So there you go. You know, I, I just, I'm so far out of like the realm of toys <laughs> that like I, I mean, I would say $3.99 should be what they charge anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kind of like you with ground beef. Like, they should just be. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> See, bring that up. It's like, I just don't, you know. He used to be able to get four loaves of bread for a dollar. Okay. It's, this uh, <laughs> this is something to think about. To, to, to end our broadcast day, I'll leave you with a highlight. Okay. NASA warns an asteroid the size of Leaning Tower of Pisa is on a collision course with Earth, possibly smashing into this planet Valentine's Day 2046. How about that? An asteroid. We've already proven we can blast it, right? Didn't we do that? No, it's the size of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. How do they come up with that as an example? <laughs> Math. I don't know. It was discovered by NASA last month. The collision of the 165-foot 2023 DW with our planet would be comparable to the Daguska 12-megaton event that slammed into Siberia 114 years ago. Wow. Which was, as one of my professors used to say, similar Simpler. to a nuclear explosion. Similar. 2023 DW. Uh, has a chance of impacting Earth on February 14th, 2046 at 4.44 p.m. Wow. A map showing potential impact zones lists Los Angeles and D.C. as possible sites. Oh. But NASA said it's too soon to confirm. For sure. 
if the asteroid does hit, it would not likely cause a global catastrophe. So basically, the potential impact zone goes from, we'll say Washington, D.C., and then draw a line west. Okay. And you go to California. Okay. And you keep drawing that line. Yeah. Across the vast, (laughs) well, why not? Swing down, just draw it right over Hawaii, because why not throw Hawaii in there? Okay. And then just keep going, and just keep drawing your line. (laughs) And then you draw your line, you go, you go over all the way to the tip of India. Okay. And then you can stop it. So basically, the potential impact zone from Washington, D.C., and then west to India. Okay. Anywhere in there. So what would the odds be? Would it be like winning Powerball if you were hit? Would it? I presume Indiana. Can you place a bet now? Indiana would probably be in that zone. Could we go to MGM and place a bet now? That, oh, I think it's going to hit in the... If you do, Matt, and you win, I'll be right there protesting. He stole that ticket. That's <laughs> <laughs> my idea. So there you go. Some tidbits. Something. That's a leaning tower piece. That's yeah. a. Why can't it be how like How many a, of us know how tall that right, really is? It's, it just is it. How big is the leaning tower? 166 on. feet, I guess. Is that what it says? Yeah. So 16 stories. Yeah. Right? Basically. I mean, stories 10 feet. 10 feet, so. Yeah. 16 stories. Yeah. So why can't you use something more, you know? Right. I mean, we've seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but, you know, how many of us but really not know all how of tall us have it seen is? It in yeah, real in life. person, yeah. If I remember, it did, it did say in the story, yeah, 165 foot. That's how tall they say it is, the collision. And uh, DW. It sounds like Buck Rupp. That's right, DW. Buck. 114 years ago, I remember when Siberia was struck. I was in my fourth marriage. At the time, I was an insurance salesman. Yeah. I've been that, uh, Uh, what do you call that guy? (laughs) Mutual of Omaha. Ah, yeah. Me and Mr. Perkins were hanging out. There you go. Jim will grab this. <laughs> Poor Jim. He had to do it all. He did. He did. <laughs> so there you go. Some uh, tidbits on this Thursday. All right. So we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. See you then. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.